like, hey man, I got this thing. You know, everybody now is like, man, I got this dope, I got this fire. <laughs> you know what? I gotta give credit to young cats who have no talent but they believe in themselves. <laughs> I, gotta, I, I, I gotta give love to the swagger. Man, this this album on fire. And they give it a CD. Yeah, it should be burned up. Because this is the worst shit you ever heard. What's up, world, and welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff Podcast, where hip-hop heads discuss hip-hop topics. On today's show, we'll first cover a few news nuggets, such as the recent diss track, Shots Fired, released by Megan Thee Stallion, taking aim at Tory Lanez. We'll also give our reactions to Kay Slay's newest history-making track, Rolling 50D, and discuss what we liked or who we liked and who we didn't like from that song, We'll also discuss Currency's recent comments concerning how the COVID quarantine has leveled the playing field for more lyrical artists. Then we'll share our personal list for the top 20 lyricists of the past 20 years. Then for our album Face Off, we'll be comparing INI's Center of Attention album versus the UN's You In or You Out album weigh in on which album we felt was better and why. Then we'll share a few unpopular hip-hop opinions, we'll share what we've been bumping for the past week, and then we'll preview some upcoming topics. So with that, please kick back and enjoy the show. Yo! What up, what up? going on with you, bro? Chilling. <laughs> like the screen name. <laughs> yeah, man. Road trips. A little, little old to try, man. That's Man, that song is, and that album is 30 years old now. Man. Ain't that wild? Shoot. We getting old, man. But what's what's going on with, with you, bro? You staying safe out there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. Um... Family <laughs> doing all right? Oh, yeah. Family's good. That's good. That's good. How your pizza? Just found Chicago? out one of oh, everybody. Uh, Chicago good. I just talked to my mom earlier today, actually. Okay. Uh, okay. Good. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah, I, I'd be so stuck on keeping the immediate family safe. I, I'd be forgetting to check in on my parents, man. What? Got to Got Got do I that. Mean, you got. Yeah, that's important too. But it's, it, I get it. I get it because it's the immediate things that have to that have your attention. Exactly, exactly. And your pa- your parents could be so. I don't know how how your parents are, man. But my parents are very uh, foolhardy. You know, they they've gotten up in age, and it's like it's like they're <laughs> they're, they're they're too young to be like looked out after. Right. But they're but they're too old to adapt. They're at like this weird stage. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. Fortunately, that's not the case on my end right now. I, I imagine that's coming, but actually, I look forward to it. And I could, <laughs> then I can start laying down some strict rules. <laughs> hey, man, I've tried. That, that, that might not work. Because everything you tell them is like, ah, oh, I raised you. I raised you. It's like, yeah, you raised me in the 80s when no one gave a crap about kids. Like... Right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's you like, raised me, so you should know that I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right, right. It, the the advancements they've made in things like like discipline and sociology and 
Word. Actors, man, they, they made leaps and bounds of, of advancements in, in, in those areas since the 80s, man. And it's like, yeah, yeah we're not beating not kids you. with phone books no more. You say what? We ain't beating kids with phone books no more. No, no, not at all. You know, and playgrounds ain't full of death traps no more. Word. It's a different world, man. It's a different world, but you know how it go. You know how it Raise you. I'll get along life just just fine. Alright, okay. <laughs> okay. Your back give out on you when you shoveling your snow. Hope somebody right. can hear your screams. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but uh let's get into this show, man. I I got a couple other people I'm waiting on. We're gonna go ahead and get into this show. First of all, man, I just want to say rest in peace to DJ Spinbag. Uh, he was yeah. a DJ out of New York. He was only 46 years old, and it's, um, it's unclear or it just hasn't been released yet what his cause of death was. But he was a legendary DJ, man. Uh, a lot of stuff he did honestly impressed me, you know, and that's that's saying a lot because I'm not I'm not a DJ connoisseur, you know. I, mm-hmm. I just I just know what I like to hear when I hear it, and right. you know, he he kind of checked off. He checked off a lot of the boxes for me, you know, just in terms of what he played and, you know, how he how he got down, you know, on the ones and twos. Word. Hello, we got yeah, Jason coming up in here. What's what's going on, Jason? Yo, what's good, what bro? Up, what up? What's up, man? I like the hieroglyphics hoodie, man. That's sharp. Oh, thanks, man. That's nice, man. That's nice. I had to come over, come over there and rock you with that. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <laughs> you got it in the red and black. That's that's nice. That's nice. Yeah, it's dope. I got like three of these, man. Mm, so you, that that means you could be relieved of one. <laughs> I know what I got. <laughs> I'm, pro- I'm probably not your size anyway, man. Uh, you ain't no. You could get in it. <laughs> it ain't gonna be too big. <laughs> right, right. We was just saying a few words on DJ Spinbad who who passed away the other week. Uh, were, were you familiar with him, uh, uh, Jason? Mm-hmm. A little okay. bit. Yeah, I knew he was. I mean, I wasn't like, you know, all that, but I knew he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's he was pretty good. He um he actually mixed the uh, the Echo Unlimited uh, Underground Airplay compilation. Um, what year did that come out? I want to say two thousand one, maybe. But um, cool. yeah, he was dope. Some little things that used to come on the shirts, on the clothes. Some CDs. Well, I don't know if it was those. I because I, I bought mine in the actual record store. Oh, okay. Because I, I thought it was, I thought it was Lyricist. The way they they packaged it, they made you think it was Lyricist Lounge Three. Right. And then when yeah, you opened up the package, it was like, oh, Echo Unlimited in association with Lyricist Lounge. But it was still a dope mix. It was if if anything could lay the claim to being the third Lyricist Lounge. That compilation would have been it because it, it was it was some some dope stuff on there, but it, it kind of yeah. had the whole mixtape feel. It didn't it didn't it didn't sound like the other two lyricist lounges, <clears throat> you know. Whereas the second one sounded like a compilation, and the first one sounded like an actual like live show, like a show, yeah. You know, so but yeah, R.I.P. to him. Oh, real quick, in terms of new music, I don't know if y'all heard this track, this shots fire track by uh, Megan Thee Stallion, where she goes at Tory Lanez. Uh, did y'all hear this track? Nope. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah, even I listen it. to it because, in my opinion, at that point, 
at first I sympathized for because dude shot him, but now I'm like, yeah, it's a gimmick. You're gonna make a song out of it to make some money. <laughs> you know. I mean, if somebody shot me and was denying it, I, I I'd say a little something on record to them too. I wouldn't say on record, I say it to their face. Like you shot me and then them goons coming after you, or you gonna either snitch and go to police or do whatever. I ain't gonna make no sense. It's like easy in them, man. That's why I used to be like, you gonna kill, shoot, rob. And, and, and busted the police and you putting it on record that's evidence nah it ain't that ain't real well so, she 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 she's the innocent party so it's not it's nothing she can really say that's gonna get her in trouble I, well, i'm not i'm not saying that but i'm saying if, if 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 i came over your house and i climbed in your window and i stole some of your stuff are you going to stop and take the time to make a record about how I broke in your house and stole stuff? No, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, for a fact, I did it. What if, what if he in, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. What if you first made a record about that though, about saying, Hey, I didn't really mean to break in your house like that. And I think you overreacting. And matter of fact, you lying about the whole thing. It never happened. All I'm like saying, she's just she just retaliating. She didn't come yeah, out. Yeah, but they, they putting it on a record. If it was real, ain't nobody gonna stop to record a song about their feelings about somebody. I'm I'm just saying, if it was real, I'm either a I'm gonna come see you, b I'm gonna send somebody to come see you, or c the police are gonna be involved. It ain't gonna be oh you know, let's make a record about it. You thought you was this. You thought you was that. Nah, man, that's just. I, the, no, police, I, the police are involved though oh I, and i mean i'm saying but i'm gonna leave it but that's what i'm saying if you if you got something that's going on that's involving the police if charges are brought against him and they got to come to court now she didn't made a record now let's just say the record is is a hot record and it sells a million copies she didn't tainted the jury pool you know what i'm saying uh-huh. That could be a mistrial right then and there. So that's what I'm saying. If it's real, ain't nobody doing all of that. Her lawyers would be like, "Shut up." That that's they should. So so they do you should. think it's not real? Do you, do you, the, the, I don't think it's real anymore. I mean, I it, I, it, I don't know how bad it had to be because I mean, I I saw the video after she was they, she had her hands up and she was still walking. I'm like, you got shot in your feet. They got her stepped on a nail and couldn't walk on my feet. So well, she said that it was twenty-two bullets. She, I, she mentioned she mentioned that in the song. Yeah, and when the when the cops show up, guns drawn, it's like, yeah, you your adrenaline's pumping. You you know, yeah. you got your hands up. You're gonna do whatever you need to do to get out that situation or cooperate to right. to yeah. get out that that situation as fast that, as possible. I got that, and I'm not I'm not. If she was truly shot, I'm not taking away from that because I think that was a goofy situation. And I mean, especially dude, you shooting at a woman what's wrong with you right but right I, I i'm just saying the like i i was i don't i first of all i care nothing about her as an artist i'm just sympathizing with her as a woman mm-hmm. I, so I, my thing is if something truly did happen to you you know like let's just say if it was worse i mean it ain't that much worse but let's just say he raped her so she gonna say he raped me. Is she gonna stop and make a song about him raping her? She might. Well, if people he, if process, he right. people but at that process point, trauma I, in different ways. Yeah, right. but at that point, right? But it's a song, dude. 
but it's it, that's a different that's a different situation and to be fair he opened his mouth about it first correct I, I, I get that i get that but but he's trying to capitalize on it and then and say his innocence now on his end i can see if he did it if you like okay i have a platform and i want to declare my innocence and maybe i'm going to go about it in this way i kind of get that but when you're the victim and you got victimized and you're gonna write a song about being victimized and what somebody did if y'all was boxing or something straight up that's fine but like something real like he shot her he pulled a gun yeah, that's that's why i say I, I i feel the exact opposite if if it was i feel it's the accused who needs to keep their mouth shut not, not the accused oh he, he he does he does but i i'm not saying it from the standpoint of she needs to keep her mouth shut I'm saying I'm coming from the aspect of if she's talking about it in that manner, like either a like she did a social media post and she got on there and was talking about it, and you could see she was mad and sincerely hurt and so on and so forth. If he gonna be a knucklehead and talk himself under the bus, let him do that. You sit over there and just chill and let your lawyers handle it. How it's gonna be handled unless you are gonna get on some street stuff, and and then let that handle it. But other than that. And you don't, you don't, I mean, he making a record that just that delegitimized it to me. Mm. So I'm so, wrong. That's just that's just how I felt about it. No, nah, it's your opinion. I don't think that's wrong. I I don't know that I agree with you. Um, what you said about the jury pool made a lot of sense to me, though. I will say that. But I just think that when it comes down to um, trauma and artistry, like this, that happens. You know what I mean? People have tragic things happen to them. And that's the voice that they have. In her case, she's a rapper or what passes as a rapper currently. And um, that's her way of, of processing what happened to her. And I'm sure having been been shot by who was obviously a friend of yours, if, if not more, um, that hurts in and of itself beyond the physical pain of being shot. And then to have this person kind of denying it and having to you know feel questions and take uh comments from from all of these people that has to wear on you and i, I imagine that at a certain point she's just like yo enough is enough and i'm gonna speak on it and in the way that i know how plus i'm gonna go ahead and get a little bit of this money <laughs> so yeah but that's what i'm saying but even and not to, not to keep harping on it but it do you think my thing is this also she I, I'm not gonna say she's a stripper, but I personally, some of these females, I lump all of them in the same categories as, as strippers trying to rap, cause somebody else got on, but somebody else is writing their rhymes. So I know she ain't writing her rhymes. How? I don't know that she's not. You think she's sitting down with a pen and pad and writing her rhymes? I mean, her, her rhymes ain't so mind blowing. I'm like, oh, that's what God. I'm saying. Like, they're not. They're they're not. Somebody else wrote but, this. They're not. But what I'm saying, you could dumb down your pen for somebody. You sure. can you can, you can dumb down your pen. I, I, and then, I mean, and to be then, honest, I haven't I haven't thought about that and her too deeply. You know, it's like the other people who kind of get lauded as like you know these 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 uh you know uh, forward thinking lyricists and hit makers that i i, I kind of call it more into question Here, here's one thing i will say about megan though where, where i will give her props i've seen radio interviews or videos of radio station interviews where they'll throw on a beat to freestyle or whatever like yo man can you freestyle and every time she'll say yeah throw on that beat let's freestyle whereas 
a lot of her peers will be like, oh man, I ain't really on that. I'm a, I'm a rock star. I'm a hustler. I don't freestyle. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, heard, heard, at I've least, heard that, but you at least got, jump on the beat and give it a go. But look, and with, with the exception of Black Thought, man, I, I got disillusioned with that because I start hearing stuff that people that I respected lyrically, I always you said, you know, man, that's that's tough. Like I, I I make beats. I know when somebody freestyling and when they coming off the top and when they written or memorized the rhyme and so on and so forth. So I used to always say, like, man, are they that good that how they sound they really spitting when they get get like put on like they put on the spot. But if you know you're going to do an interview, you might pin something real quick and learn it or something, you know, you got in your repertoire. But I do you remember the wake up show? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I still got all the CDs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I remember. I, I know you got the original vinyl records, but yeah. like, I, I, no, yeah, I, I got the CD. I do, but I'm saying I remember <laughs> listening to it on the radio. Uh, right. But all I'm saying is like people would get on there and they would spit they bars, right? Right. And then years later, I hear the same lyric on the record. They just re they recycled the verse. Sometimes you know, though, that they're being asked to do that though. That's a cardinal rule. You don't do that. How many times? I my one of my favorite MCs is Feral Munch. Feral Munch. Yeah. I heard him say uh, something about back back that so and so up like municipal. I done heard him say that line probably four or five times. Yeah. Now that might be something he's just comfortable getting in there, but I'm just saying. And he he's a, a MC's MC, him and Black Thought. No doubt. They they you know they can spit, you know they can freestyle. They scary. But somebody like Megan ain't like with the fluency that that when you say, okay, bust a freestyle, ooh, they get on and they just they just going and going and going. She ain't got that kind of skill. No, right. Which is which is why I don't question her pen. Like I, I, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, I demand to know who wrote these bars for Megan. I'm not, I'm not listening to her stuff like that. I, I thought, I thought the track was a cool track. I liked the way she flipped Biggie's "Who Shot Your Sample." I thought that was slick. But you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a mind blowing song. But I, I feel, I feel she had the right to speak on it. I, I was just trying to get y'all's opinions on the song. I actually, I actually like the song. Um, for for. You got to take it with a grain of salt, right? She is who she is as a rapper. So I'm only going to go but so far with that. Um, but as far as what she did, it was it was decent. The, like like Ian said, the who shot your track. That was that was ingenious to use that. And she had some uh, she had some slick bars when she said uh, what she say. Uh, she called him a name about <laughs> I don't even know how to, I don't know how to how to recite this bar and edit it but she's basically like how you shoot a 510 chick ah never mind you just have to listen to the track it was <laughs> she came at his neck though she came at his neck like yeah, directly yeah. and I, I appreciated that but, but what, what, you do? what you called do? shot a woman with a right. what, two or something but what he gonna do respond to that well he she's responded to to what he did first he he need to keep his mouth shut all together yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying if he if he come back and that make him look more like a punk, you you battling a woman, dude. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Ex a woman that you you wrong to begin with. Right. Yeah, exit that. So that's that would that would be corny. That would be corny. But 
But we 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 go ahead. We gonna move on because we we got this other little nugget I wanted to get to, man. Uh, DJ K Slay, man, he's made history um, for having the longest, putting together the longest posse cut in history. Fifty MCs on the track he just released. Uh, I mean, it's from it's from his new mixtape, paying homage. The track is called Rolling Fifty Deep. He's got fifty MCs on there. Uh, did y'all hear the track? What did y'all think of it? I did not because. I stopped listening to K Slay a while ago. So I didn't to be honest, I, I did I did too, but that I'm like, I gotta I gotta see what fifty he got on here. I it's just like I, I Bro, I'm not trying to be the naysayer, but I'm I, I feel like after a while I'm gonna be pissed. How many how many how many bars is everybody gonna do and then you know Every, what process is be? I'm just. Saying I mean, it's not. It's not one posse, obviously. I know. No, I'm just saying he grabbed a bunch of people, but I'm just saying, you, you know, a posse could be good when it's flowing, and the next person, the next person, everybody's trying to outdo each other. That's what this is. I, let me put it like exactly. this. Let me put it like this. I you love. You listen Triumph. to it. I love Triumph by the Wolf. I love. That's one of my favorite songs. But that song is too long. Mm, nah, Only because you go got a verse. Huh? That only because you got got a verse. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, I, yeah, Cut that yeah, out. That'll make the song a perfect length. And hey, that was a high verse from you guys. When it got to Capadonna, <laughs> I was kind of checking out. That's like the uh, third verse. Nah, wait. I, 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 look, look. I'm not going to tolerate no triumph slander on my show. <laughs> Yo, you talking to number one Wu fan. What you, I'm just saying. I love that triumph song. was what it was supposed to be. Agreed. It, it was, but I'm just saying, by the time it gets, you know, RZA and, and them didn't have to be on the song. I mean, they should have, but they just, it just, everybody did like 16s, and it was just, too, except for you guys or whoever, it just was too, too much. Instead, I, I, like, I, I, I respect Protecting neck is like 12. Everybody, I'm like, maybe 12. They ain't do a full 16. I respectfully disagree. I think Triumph <laughs> was a classic. It and is. And it, it was yeah, what I'm it was not- supposed to be, and it, it, it did what it was supposed to do. But yeah. but let's 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 get on this K Slay track. I, I was personally impressed because like, like you, I haven't really checked the K Slay, you know, since dude, I I tried like working at Dominance last time I, I checked the K Slay on purpose. But Dominance, good right. lord, that place don't even exist. I know, I know. <laughs> um, but but Jamil, what did what did you think of the track? Who stood out? What what, what did you like about it? I enjoyed it. I I, I mean. You kind of got my my real time reaction to it. I couldn't uh, couldn't listen to it straight through the first time. It was too much all at once. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I enjoyed it. I was I was thoroughly impressed with the track overall. There was some stuff that I could have done without. Obviously, you know, you're not gonna get 50 great verses. That just was was not plausible. Um, yeah, I, I would say only 35 out of the 50 were like keepers. <laughs> you, yeah, that's probably about right. That's probably about right. So I, I literally Thank counted God. it. There, I, I know the people who I could have, I could have done without. What did you I tried to, I tried to make a list, and then I, I just, I got over making a list. But I got, um, as far as standouts, for me, AZ was a standout for sure. Absolutely. Like between between this verse and the one he did on King's Disease, I'm ready for AZ out. Um. Uh, Twister was a standout for me. Um, Ransom, Trick Trick, 
Ice T and Trader. Dude, Trader I respect. Trader. I respect Trick Trick's pen a little more, man. I didn't know. Yeah, he could spin like that. Him and Mr. Fab. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't like, like Mr. Fab. I've never liked his music. Me neither. He did his thing on this one. It's actually a couple people who I don't really rock with. That and Trade the Truth. He's one of, one of my standouts. I really don't rock with his music, but he did his thing on this one. Um, yeah, I could have done without, without Trade the Truth. Ice I could have done another one. I do Ice T, man. Dude, Ice T was spitting, man. Yes. yes. 62 years old and he's spitting like that. And Melly yes. Mel. Melly Mel. Melly Mel came on there looking like an action figure. <laughs> and killed it. Grandmaster Cass, um, he, he did his thing. Um, yes. I'm a little worried about Sauce Money, man. I didn't know he had gained so much weight. Bruh, he looks he looks unhealthy. I mean, he wasn't even trying to move around. He was just like, man, I'm just sitting on this bench and rap. Ain't no moving. Ain't no moving. I, I'm, a, I'm a little worried about homie, man. Um, he gained all the weight that Lil Fame lost and then some. Yeah, he, he he gained about two little things. Like man, it, 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 homie look look like he in trouble, man. But, yeah, um, yeah, dude. My my five my five favorite verses on there or MCs on there were Loaded Lux, um, yeah. Voice the Five Nine, Joel Ortiz, uh, yes. Rock Rock from Helter Skelter. He did his thing. Yes, yes. And and, uh, and AZ. And I, I'll give a um. I give an honorable mention to E40, Styles P, and Billy Danes. I think I think they did their thing too. Billy Danes came on with the full gray beard, man, looking like my son's principal. <laughs> Billy Danes, dude, really, honestly, from the 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 track does not fall off for me until it gets to John Connor. I know you didn't like the Bleak verse, and at first I didn't either, but I listened to it again today. I listened to the track again today. Bleak's verse really wasn't that bad. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it, it really wasn't. It's just that it's Memphis Bleak. So, and he's on the track with Monsters, man. He's on the track and with that's Monsters. The, that's the truth, but you got to take people where they at. Like like E-40, for instance. Like I've, I've grown to become a fan of his, but... He said, "Right, no champ. He's Rappers no champ. Don't rap like me. I don't rap like them. I don't rap like them. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, your car just like a sim. <laughs> like a sim. <laughs> I got charged like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got bars like your cell charger. <laughs> I don't need no iron. I'm already really priest. <laughs> like anybody else, anybody else fitting these same bars, I'm clowning them because they're ridiculous." <laughs> but he he got a certain bravado about him that you know he, he's able to sell you these these bars. So I'm E forty is that man, dude. He agrees. He, he's that dude, man. I can't I, I can never hate on E forty. <laughs> it was cool to see Ransom. It was cool to see Locksmith get some shine. Yeah. Um, I'm a little disappointed that it, they only had one Chicago rapper on there. But I, I guess if you had to go with somebody, it it, it, it would have been Twister. Like um, who else would have been on there? Common doesn't sound good over that beat at all. Nah, nah, not over that beat. Um, that's a good question, man. He could have threw Juice on there. Juice I was wasn't gonna make say, that. Juice is who I was thinking of, but he he wouldn't have, like it's a lot of people on there that that are not household names, but they all New York cats. So 
K Slade would have tapped them. I don't. I can't see somebody like Juice having made that track. But he would have yeah. fit for sure. Like and now that I think that. about it, it's like, yeah, who else could he use? He definitely not Common, definitely not Chance. They couldn't nope. spit over that type of aggressive beat. And then nope. all the drill rappers, you, you just throw them out. No, thank you. Lupe could do it, but I don't know that. You you never know what you're gonna get with that dude. So I I would rather not. Yeah, I guess Twister was the safest bet. It was only one female on on this too. Uh, that surprised me. And she did her thing, 3D Natty. Um, yeah, 3D Natty Tay or something like that from New Orleans. Yeah, but I could have I could have done, I, I, I thought I could have done with a, sh- a verse from Shay Noir or, uh, yeah. or Rhapsody. And I, I'm not saying Shay that to Rhapsody. I, I think they, um, they would have did their thing. MC Lights should have been on there if you're going to reach back for, for, for Grandmaster Kaz and Melly Mel. You could have got light. You could have got Shantae. You could have got Rod Digger. Rod Digger, that's man. Rod Digger would have killed that. That's that's definitely her sound too. You know, and who's I mean, to say that he didn't reach out to these women and they just you know didn't make it or whatever? Right, right. Yeah, because I, I, I'm assuming like yeah, putting something like this together would 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 have took some time. But overall, man, I, I was impressed with the track. I, I, I was glad that that he was able to pull it off. Um, if y'all have not heard it. A slay rolling 50 deep it's it's nice to get uh the little visuals uh along with it too with the actual music video to kind of see some of the mcs doing their thing but yeah. uh i liked it man i liked the track i, I thought i thought it was a, a it's a it's a worthy track especially for you know being the longest in you know longest posse cut in history now but um what yeah. i like about it the most was that you got an opportunity to hear hip-hop that doesn't all sound the same like all of these mcs have their own unique sound with the, obviously there's some uh similarities from mcs that that come from the same place but you got you got a little something from for, for everybody right you got west coast cats you got dudes from texas you even had dj paul on there i could have done with old school absolutely but i appreciate what he represented because it's still a different it's still a different sector of hip-hop that was represented I personally, if you're gonna go with a Memphis rapper, would have rather a ball or MGG, MJG over over DJ Paul. But I still like that that was represented. I'm surprised actually that there was nobody from Atlanta. Um, I thought there was. Who? Um, no way. Trade the truth. He's from he's from Houston. He's right? from Houston. Yeah. Um, man, maybe not. Yeah, he could have got like Sahai the Prince. You know, somebody. I would have been dope on that. Yeah. Instead of one of them no-name cats, but um, yeah, some of them was 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 no good. But I do, I still even even with people that I didn't really rock with, it was still good to you know hear hip hop represented from from all different parts of the country, and the people who was like the monsters did what they did, right? Like the the first I say five verses was just all flames. Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was a cool track, man. I, I, I've I've listened to it probably a good six or seven times since since it came out. But um, <clears throat> it was cool. It was cool. But speaking of lyricism, currency. He uh he had, he had made these statements uh, 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 a few weeks back. Uh, I just wanted to get y'all's thoughts on these. Um, currency had made the statement 
Uh, let me pull it up so I don't misquote it. He said, uh, he said, quarantine leveled the playing field for lyricists who want to stay true to their crafts at a time where the club pretty much dictates what we had to do to survive. Uh, the lit stand on the couch music serves its purpose, but so does the sit your A down and plot on a million music. So basically, basically he was saying that because people aren't going to the club anymore. Okay. I guess lyricists are allowed to shine with their music a little more than they they were able to in the past. What do y'all? How do y'all feel about these statements? You you feel he's hitting hitting on something or? It's got uh, what's, up? what's up, everybody? What's up, Vince? What up? What up? I good, think bro? That, what's up? I think he uh, I think that's misplaced because I mean, if you listen. I don't know, but I, I, everybody listens to music in different, like stuff you listen to in the club is not what you necessarily listen to in your car or at the crib or something like that. That's what, and I think that's why when you hear somebody come out with something that's like that, that's like everybody snapping over this Buster Rhymes album, but that's because Buster Rhymes went back to old Buster, but the songs are like old, so. Like you could tell where he made new stuff and where the old stuff is at. So I think that, you know, you people just be hungry for simple stuff. And since you ain't trying to appeal to that going to the club crowd, everybody's just making normal music. So then people start liking. I don't think necessarily that everybody pin game stepped up or nothing like that. I don't know that that's what he was saying though. I don't think he was saying that people necessarily got better. I think it's, you know, the rappers who, who really get busy with the pen are now getting a different audience. I don't think it's a matter of the, the scrubs getting better. That's what I was thinking of too. Like, is it more so, is the question more that the um, us being stuck in the house, so to speak, is allowing us to listen to the lyrics more because it like mentally prepares you to listen more? Because I think that's what's happening. Um, so I think they do get to shine more in the sense that people are noticing the work put into writing because then when you sit down you isolate yourself mm -hmm. I think so I that think um, I think at the end of the day I, I think I think the lyricism and its value and its marketability ha honestly is, has been grossly underestimated um, for example I, I don't know if y'all remember this back when Lupe Fiasco's first album came out um, you know, there was a little bit of hype behind it, but there was another artist who was bubbling around the same time as Lupe, who didn't have the longevity. You might remember this guy. His name was Chingy. And his album, <laughs> his album and Lupe's album were dropping on the same day. And buddy everybody right Buddy right there. And everybody was projecting Chingy to outsell Lupe massively. And when the num when they came out and the numbers dropped. Lupe had sold six times as many albums as Chink that weekend. So I, I think that the marketability of, of lyrical rap is, is understated, you know? And I think that, you know, with, with, with quarantine and everything, you know, if I was a rapper, I, I want to believe that what Currency said is true. I want to believe that it's true, but I'm not exactly sure that he's 100% right. If I was a rapper and I was making my living off club records, you know, I, I would be nervous right now because because nobody's really going to the club. It's almost like time stopped 
you know, March of 2020. And people are still banging the same stuff they were banging nine months ago. It's like we had no real summer hits, you know, and there's no concerts. No one's getting paid off shows anymore, you know, unless they're, you know, you know, just just breaking the law. And, you know, I don't know if people are necessarily whose ears geared toward the club stuff and the turn up music. I don't know if they're just going to all of a sudden just start listening to lyrical rap. But I do think people who were kind of on the fence might might lean more in that direction now because of just the times we're living in everyone's kind of just kind of chilling out more at home i want to believe that's true i want to believe that's true but you know i mean me myself i know my habits haven't really changed if anything i'm I'm listening to the older stuff than i am like you know newer lyrical cats but what what about y'all which which would have been y'all's listening habits it ain't changed. I'm listening to the same thing I've been listening to, except for new stuff to come out from the same artist. Right. I think I have been more apt to experiment in general. I don't know that that has anything to do with, you know, being at home or, or not. I think, um, you know, I, I'll get, you know, what has, has affected me a lot with, with my listening habits. I will hear or uh, see interviews with, with artists that I don't really rock with. And there have been times where somebody has said or done something in an interview that I find interesting. I'm like, all right, well, let me let me check this person's music out because maybe I didn't give them a fair shake. And that can lead you down a rabbit hole to checking out new stuff. Honestly, as it relates to the currency's question, what I think can happen is like club music, when you in the environment that it's made for, it's not lyric heavy. So you don't... It, it can't be because you're not there to listen to what it is that these people are saying. You there, you know, to catch the vibe or whatever. But when that is taken away from you and you listen to this same song without the the uh, environment that accompanies it, it doesn't. It don't hit the same. And then you actually find yourself hearing what these people are talking about. And I can imagine it's, it don't. It's not as appealing. That's a so good then point. you might reach out to something else just to just to have something different. <laughs> Not necessarily like yo, I want I want a super lyrical rapper, but like this clown ain't saying nothing at all, and I don't have you know drinks and and, and cheeks to distract me from that. So I yeah, I try, uh, I try I'm, to I'm try something else up sitting on the couch. That's not they don't move the same way, right? <laughs> Make you go <laughs> grab a like what? Grab a ski mask. You got to right. get up and go. Oh, so right. I, hope, oh, I, hope I hope this makes sense when I say it. Um, so I, I imagine all everybody that's on a podcast right now, they already have habits of how they listen to music, right? Because if you're if you're an avid, if you really listen to music, you really listen to music, right? So I don't think our habits change too much because we are already listening to music. So I think more of uh, I think more of the uh, casual listener possibly this 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 virus or this quarantine made people that were more casual listeners delve into music a little bit more and so they started learning to appreciate it the way we already appreciated it so i I I I hope that's the case to that to something because it's more people i'm noticing more people are speaking like social on social media and so forth a lot of people that didn't have nothing to do with talking about music or opinions about it they're starting to uh have more input on it um 
the the BET award shows and shows of that nature are being watched more um, because you're in the house. And so they're starting to appreciate music more, the casual <laughs> listener. But anybody that was already involved with music heavily, I don't think it really changed the habits too much. No, it didn't. Yeah. I, I, I hope that's the case. I just, I don't know if I'm ready to go there yet. You know, like, like these cats... You know what I'm saying? It, this, this is a bad environment for if you a fly by night MC, or should I say, right. you know, these cats on Instagram they got two and a half million followers, but then when their album drops, they sell like ten thousand copies. You know, and it's like, and that was when times were good. You know, so now money's a little tighter. You know, things are a little tighter. You can't get paid off shows. It's like I think the current conditions are hurting those type of rappers more than it's helping the lyrical rappers. I think the lyrical rappers are always going to have their built-in fan base for the most part. But who knows? If, if this thing drags out long enough and people just want to hear something more substantive, then, you know, maybe maybe, maybe lyricism will make a comeback. But I, I do think that, you know, lyricism has proven in the past time and time again that its, it's, it's value has it's been underestimated. You think the playing field is basically level? Mm. Away. Uh, I don't think so. I not think as much as it needs to be. I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying be. because a lot of these artists that you be thinking, you know how all these artists be faking, balling out, and they not really balling out, and they got 360 deals. Right. They make their money off the shows. Shows. You know, maybe so, maybe currency has some insight that I don't. They're have. not getting booked. They're not getting booked like that. So it's leveled out. So you got somebody that's making some noise on her album. Or, or his album, whoever, it's just it's kind of leveling things out. Like you said, I don't think nobody's listening habits change. I think people are just paying more attention and gravitating to, you know, it ain't it ain't you don't have a show, you don't have a, the lights and the glitter to distract you from the music. Your music got to be strong. Exactly. I right. tell you one thing, I which you which favors the lyricists. Yeah, yeah, I tell you one thing is it's it's the perfect catalyst for. A lot of these older MCs making music, like Buster coming out, I really think that allowed people to really focus in on his music um, because he's kind of still been dropping albums, but nobody. Was it. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't dropping nothing like this. No. Yeah, but he dropped this, and he's like at the right time. Maybe he had the time to do it. Uh, who knows? Um, he said them songs was old. Yeah, Nas, 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 Nas dropped it. Nas dropped the album. It's like a lot of older cats are dropping albums, and um, it seems like people are ready for them because just like oh, because now like people's people's habits are more geared towards music. Like even the even the zooms I do every Friday or um, the pop up DJ and stuff. People are like they ready for it because it's like what else are they gonna do, right? And so yeah. now people are just, I think, like I said, the casual um, person that just listen to music like indirectly. Now they're they're delving into it more. They have a habit of tuning into music more, and that's helping out in that way. But I think it's always going to be a, a healthy percentage of um, trash. That percentage is always going to be around the same: seventy-five trash, twenty-five like sub substance. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. McDonald's is always going to sell more than Ruth Chris. Ruth <laughs> <laughs> Chris closed now. Nah. Man, that broke my heart. Hey, right. McDonald's is open, though. <laughs> right. 
another reason I think that it's not it's not level the playing field like like we would hope is because lyrical rap still ain't being played on the radio. You turn the radio on right now, what are they playing? You know, garbage. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I really don't know either, but I, I know they ain't playing uh, Freddie Gibbs. You know, uh, right, right. Black Thought. You know, <laughs> real but quick. But they are beginning to get more respect. Well, he grammy so. nominated. He might stop playing Freddie Gibbs because he grammy nominated. Nominated for oh, Grammys. Grammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might stop playing or yeah. not. Yeah, we gonna we gonna get to that. We are gonna get to that next week. Uh, I, I want to dive into that definitely. Real quick, Jason, man, what you sipping on? Huh? What you sipping on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack Daniels. Oh, okay. I'm over here with the Knob Creek. Oh, okay. Let me need to get you some fresh. lemon. Some alkaline water, cherries. <laughs> I got, I got this. I just got this. Yeah, apple crown and cranberry. Oh man, everybody's sipping on something. I mean, ginger water with lemon. <laughs> Getting your hotel for one over there. All right, so moving right along. Speaking of lyricism, keep keeping in mind with that, uh, with that thing. Um, the main topic for the show I wanted to tackle tonight was. I wanted to see if if the people if you if you guys could put together or could have put together a list of 10 to 20 of the top lyricists out of the past 20 years. Now, the rules were basically they have to have solo material like an album, mixtape, whatever released after the year 2000. If they have more than one Release from the '90s, then they're disqualified. So, Wait, common they would have be more than one release in the '90s. Yes. Can so, we? Uh, so, so, common Nas and Jay Z would would all be disqualified. Would Andre Three Thousand be disqualified? Yeah, he would too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would and he be? Uh, uh, Dre? Yes. yes. Well, I said solo work. I said solo, solo release. Well, you, I guess you're right. He's still just disqualified because he doesn't have any solo releases. And right. he had two, two, two releases as far as albums collectively with before 2000. Right. Now, uh, I, I want to say something real quick, and, and Ian, you may, you may cut this out or may need to cut this out. Uh, actually, nah, I won't say that. It's all good. You sure? Yeah. I can always cut it out later. Nah, nah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, who, who wants to tackle it first? Do you have ten to twenty of your of what you feel are the most skilled lyricists out of the past twenty years? Now, I'll, I'll let you guys go first. I'll, I'll patch in you know, the whole. Okay. Okay. Who wants to take it, Jason? Jamil? I'm, I'm thinking for a second. The past 20 years. You want 10? 20 years. If you got, only got 10, I'll take 10. I've got 20. I got 20. And I'll, I'll, patch, in, I'll patch in the hole. And I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm glad you on, Jason, because I got one that's going to get a, uh, a reaction out of you. Actually, two of them. And I'm not <laughs> intending to get a reaction, but I know that they both will get you a reaction. Kanye and Lupe? Oh, actually, absolutely. Both of them. Both of them was gonna get a reaction. So my my uh, twenty. Here goes my twenty right here. And actually, I did my twenty. If you had anything that came out in the nineties, I I disqualified. 
just just from my list. I felt like I wanted to to go over twenty MCs who started, you know, releasing work from two thousand on. And so, and the reason the reason we did this too is because me me and Jamil talked about this. Whenever you 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 hear people give props to you know leaders of the new school right now, the same names come up: J Cole and Kendrick, right. J Cole and Kendrick. Right. So we kind of wanted to give props to some of the other people who have been flying under the radar. But go go ahead, Jamil. No, no doubt. And and they both made my list of twenty as well. But it's 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 more to it than just them. All right, so here go. Here's my twenty. I got at twenty uh, Kanye. 19, I got Joey B. Hmm. Actually, Joey, no, Joey, uh, Joey, actually, no, no, Joey, Joey Bag. Yeah, Joey okay. Bag got moved up, though. No, he's not at 19. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, okay. Action Brunson is 19. Really? Yeah. Okay, uh, that's a shot. I got, I know, right? I got uh, Big Pooh. At 18? Yep. Okay. I got Pusha T, mm. Benny, Currency, Freddie Gibbs. What does that put us at? 16. Now we at 13. 13. Okay. Uh, Big Crit, Abso, mm. J Electronica. Are we at 10 yet? Yeah, we're at 10. Okay, I thought so. This is where it gets controversial. Number I think, 10 I is think- definitely. I had a feeling your your twenty through eleven was going to be kind of all over the place. I have a feeling your top ten is going to look a lot like my top ten. <laughs> most likely, most likely, <laughs> most likely. Uh, number ten, I got Drake. Uh, nine, Saha. Eight, Rhapsody. Seven, Joel Ortiz. Really? Oh, I give it to you. I get it. Uh, six, J Cole. Five Fonte, four Kendrick, three Royce, two Lupe, one Killer Mike. Oh, <laughs> but do Killer Mike is he counting? Because all his stuff been like run the jewels. Wait, wait a second. He's, he's he had solo work. work. I didn't come out with that. I don't know how long. He came out with Adidas before two thousand, didn't he? I know oh. that was a, that was after 2000, wasn't it? Yeah, Killer okay. Mike's first right. first introduction um, to the world was was in 2000. It was on Stank On You, right? Okay. Mm. Yeah, I, it definitely was Run the Jewels work that kind of put him over the top. A lot of his early work was was hit or miss, but he vastly has improved. And if you just talking about Run the Jewels, like you got. Four amazing pieces of work within this within this twenty year span, and it's not a lot of people. Like you can completely eliminate the first half of his his career, and he still is one of the best in the last twenty years. I give you that. I give you that. Over the past seven years, he he's really like jumped up a few notches. Absolutely. You you, you had uh you you had Drake on here at number ten. Yeah. So you you think Drake is a better lyricist than Pusha T? I do. I think he's more versatile. I don't think that he's made better music, but I think that when Drake like wants to rap, 
when he actually wants to rap. He's he's talented. And well, I, I gave him as high a spot as I gave him was because you just can't like he's not my my cup of tea at all. But I can't deny his talent and I can't deny the impact or the imprint that he's had. So that's kind of what moved him up to the top or closer to the top of the list than maybe he needs to be. But he's kind of undeniable. Okay. Even though you make a bunch of yeah. soccer mom music. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, when you take out, when, even if you take 10%, because like you say, he 90% fluff, then that means that other 10% is straight, nice stuff. And when he wants to write, that boy come up with some good stuff. It's yeah. like, you can't say it ain't good. Like you can't say you're not impressed, and um, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's ghost written because sometimes I be feeling like he 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 be stealing lines or whatever, especially when he was going against uh when he was had that little battle with Meek, uh, like I feel like all of that was daylight, but that's a whole nother thing. But, yeah, yeah you I, can't, I, for I, that for, for those accusations alone, he he didn't make my list. Fair um, enough. I'm a little, I'm a little surprised you got Big Pooh on here. Uh, he, he's usually the the more disrespected and overlooked member of Little Brother. <laughs> um, Very much so. But he's I'm, nice. He's nice. He, he is nice. He just got nice. He had. Nah, to step he ain't never more. been. He ain't never been trash. He's it, the Big Pooh's biggest sin has always been he ain't Fonte. That's it. He's next to Fonte who. Is a killer, right? He's 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 dope with the pen, and he just wasn't ever as good as Fonte. Even on his new project, he still wasn't as good as Fonte. He just was better than he had been, and people were starting to give him his props on his last album. But Pooh been been decent, really through the whole project. You you also had Action Bronson on here, which is a shocker to me. Extremely, <laughs> extreme. Because because I know how you are with with guests and hip hop. Um, what what was your favorite Action Bronson release? Um, I never know his album names because I never listened to his albums. I've only listened to his music via like playlists or I'll hear verses. Um, like on uh when he did stuff with like Static Selector or whatever. So I couldn't tell you a particular album. But as much as I I, I kind of make the jokes about the guest and and you know all of that, like Action Brunson actually is a. a really decent or better than decent lyricists especially when compared to his peers like he's he's actually pretty dope um sometimes i i can't really rock with how he sounds because he really does sound like ghost to me and i know he's not trying to like you know bite ghost style but it comes off that way on occasion so i, I don't i don't necessarily love it but kind of like what i was saying about drake dude is talented and you know i couldn't think of one EMCs that were better than him. Okay, okay. Check out Well Done, the album he did with Static Selector. Um, okay. Start to finish, fire. Okay. Check that out. Um, I really have no problem with your top, I was going to say top 10, but I don't, I, and eh, get Drake out of Drake. there. I don't have a problem with your top nine <laughs> at all. <laughs> but, but I am curious, well, you kind of already explained it. I was going to say what made you give Killer Mike the spot over Royce and Kendrick. But you, you I'm, all you got to do is think about it for 30 seconds. It's like, yeah, I, I could kind of see how he, he got that spot. I, I'm a little, I didn't know you were a big Crit fan. Um, I didn't know you were still caping for J Electronica. 
Oh, All right, a, so let me explain the electronics. Such a disappointment, man. Despite oh, despite the the nonsense that comes attached with him and, and the, the the delays and everything, when he spit, he spit like dude is he, he nice with it, and there's there's no you can't take any of that away from it. Yeah, I got a guy on my list that uh y'all be like, huh? <laughs> but I'm going at the end, so okay, okay. All right. Oh, so I, I got a question. I'm just running back because I'm just doing this just now off the top. So, what if you in a, if you're in a group and your group has had more than two albums and then you go solo, you disqualified? No, no, you would still qualify. You you can't you just can't have more than one solo work in the '90s. So did did um, okay. Royce Royce didn't drop anything before the '90s? It was like yeah, yeah, one one verse that came out in '99. Oh. Yeah, but he didn't have any releases. He didn't have any releases. Exactly. Right. Before One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Technically, Pusha T did have a... a I got had a, a project that came out, but nobody heard it, so... Yeah, he got hey, to remember that song, The Funeral? Yeah. 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 He thought hey, he didn't Yo. <laughs> I, I got mine, but I just did this off the top of my head real quick. All right, you got 10 or 20? I got almost 20. Okay, let, let's hear. So him. you gotta tell me. You gotta tell me if somebody disqualified from this, and these not in no particular order. Just me thinking about it, writing the list yeah, real yeah. quick. Okay, I got Guilty Simpson. Wow, okay. I don't know how I missed that one. That's a good one. That's uh, a real good one. I got Guilty Simpson, Black Thought, Feral March, uh, Fonte, Kendrick, of course, Joey. I got Talib. I got Sky Zoo. Whoa, Sky Zoo. Mm. Uh, I got Pusha T. I actually got Logic on here. That's fair. Uh, That's fair. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. Gibbs. You, now, my thing is this. I put Q-Tip on my list because Q-Tip's albums didn't come out solo till in the 2000s. Well, Amplify, well, he, Amplify came out in 99, but he was still qualified. Okay, so I got Q-Tip. Most Deaf, uh, okay. Odyssey. Oh, okay. I, I got Rhapsody. I got Royce, MF Doom, and Elza. Okay, okay. So All these I, people qualify, and and I uh, I respectfully disagree that all of them qualify because that's what I was trying to avoid personally. <laughs> Is people like like Q-Tip, for instance? Right. What well, that's what I'm saying. It he, takes, he technically it, he technically would qualify, but I put a question mark next to him on mine. But I was just like, because I don't know, but it's like him and Most Def. Right. And if Most Def made it, then I figured. Then I'm like Talib made it. Right, right, right. Hey, I'll, hey, I'll, I'll say the, my own my own uh, way of scoring it or way I was looking at it. Like we know, Tip is gonna be on the top of or he's going to make every list that you get we know that most deaf is going to make every list that we get we know black thought is going to make every list that we get because these dudes are dope they're timeless i was looking at all right who are people who might not make the cut because of all the oh. heat that came in the 90s that was i'm that sorry was not to cut you exactly. off. hey exactly. not to cut you off my my yeah, lap, yeah. my that was 19 my my number 20 is sean p sean price 
Good one. Good one. Good one. Good one. He was I, he was the king of bully bully rap. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. like, like, and he was nice with it. And he was nice with it. All right, all right. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna dive into my 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 top twenty. Um, cause we run we we starting to run a long time. At number twenty, I got Jay Electronica. I know he's a weirdo. I know he lacks work ethic. But what he's giving us, I respect. All right, number nineteen, I got J Cole. Um, I really couldn't justify putting him higher on the list. Uh, wow. I just couldn't. I couldn't. And wow. I, I'm a J. Cole fan, but I couldn't justify putting him higher than 19. Number oh, 18. Geez, I like it, though. I got most death. His feature game is grossly underrated. And The Ecstatic was one of the best albums, you know, of the past 20 years. Uh, number 17, I got Lupe. You can't ignore his first two albums. Dude was phenomenal in his prime. Number 16, I got Nick Grant. Nice. He's a dude that's kind of stuck killer. You know, check out his stuff. Dude, dude is nice with it. He very, very high usage rate. You know, very efficient MC. It's almost, it's almost like no wasted bars with him. Um, Nick Grant, number fifteen. I got Locksmith. Um, he's been putting it down for years. Check, check out his work if you haven't. Number fourteen. I got Ghostface Killer. The, the, Boy, the you can see my face. <laughs> Why you think I cheated? <laughs> No, nah, he's Absolutely. in it. If, if he is in it, it is off of a straight technicality. <laughs> it got to be he, something. He only had one solo album in the 90s, so he he counts. I got Ghostface yeah, Killer. Exactly. <laughs> Number 13, I got Merz. Um, oh, Merz yeah. is, is a dude. He's not going to bury you in, in long, verbose, you know, words. But it's solid. But he's solid. And he's consistent. consistent. And he knows how to, he knows how to spit stuff so it feels like you're the one who wrote it almost. He's just a Dang. very relatable MC. Number 12, Super I got versatile. R-rated Rugged Man. He's one of the most underrated MCs ever, in my opinion. Check out his discography if you have not done so already. Number 11, I got Killer Mike. I know that seems a little low for Killer Mike, but I couldn't, I, I he, he got so good, he's gotten so good as of lately. You know his his the amount of work I've had to reference for him for this list is is kind of short when you compare it to some of the other people on the list above him. Yeah, you're gonna make me listen to him now. I gotta listen. Number ten, I got Juice, Chicago freestyle legend. All his albums came out post 2000. Mm. Um, Did he? Yeah, and like I feel like he got some stuff before then, but that's, I don't that's know, a good man. one. No, go back and go Google it. I had to Google it myself. His first album, his first official album, came out in two thousand three. Listen to the words. Number number nine, I got Kendrick. You know, no no surprise there. Number eight, I got your old Drew. Oh mm. no, I, I thought mm. okay. <laughs> Hey man, check out his work, man. Your old I got it. I thought I, I was there, but I was just like, nah. Can't trust nobody with a trash rap name. <laughs> <laughs> you mean a trash rap rap name like Absol? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, Absol is on drugs. Okay, we got to give him a pass. Or, or Big Poo. All right, next Family up, name. number seven. I got <laughs> MF Doom. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
ain't no way he wasn't gonna make this list. Number six, I got Rhapsody. Number five, I got Fonte. Number four, I got Saha the Prince. Number mm. three, I got Interesting. El uh, Yeah, number three, I got El Zai. Number, oh, two, okay. number two, I got Royce the Five Nine. And at number one, I got Black Thought. I'll, I'll uh, say uh, Black Thought and El Zai absolutely could have made any list, but for me, both of them didn't really meet the criteria. Because even though they got most of their solo work after 2000, all of their solo work. Well, with Black um, Right, I'm sorry. Well, most of their work after that, or a lot of it. it what are you talking just, about? didn't have any albums that come out before then. He just had a guest verse on a couple songs. No, he had an album. He had an album out because I, I I remember uh, I can't remember which one it was. I have to look it up real quick because we were talking about him specifically. Me and Ian were. You, you so his first verse wasn't on that Dilla. Welcome to Detroit. No, he had had he had had workout uh, before then. His first album came out in '98. It was called Out of Focus. That's it. Out of Focus. Mm. Maybe I, I'm, maybe That's I the only it. reason he didn't make my list because because Elza absolutely like deserves more shine than he gets. Well, I so, want to give an honorable mention to Blue. Good one. Good, good one. one. That's a good one. Go and good, good, good shot catch on the Sean Price too, man. I I forgot all about him, man. All right, Vince, man, what you got? Let me ask some familiarity. I know y'all gonna be like, what? but uh, the obvious ones are Kendrick, J. Cole, Lupe, Rhapsody, Saha. But y'all forgetting about Joyner Lucas? I, I didn't. So you saying he's not the top? He's, I haven't heard I enough see, for him to make me put him up there. Argument. I can see somebody. And that man, that man has. Very concentrated and a very concentrated time, amount of time solidified what he can do with the pen. I agree. I agree. Um, so some of these may say sound weird to you, but one another obvious one is Toby Nweigway. I hope I'm saying his name properly. Yeah. Good catch. Good catch. Toby's dope. The, um, the, He's the climbing Texas, my list. The African Texas guy. Word. He's climbing my list, dude. He. If he keep putting it down the way he's been putting it down, he he's gonna yeah. creep his way into my top twenty. Agreed. He just didn't have he just didn't have enough work. That's the only reason he ain't made my list. Yeah, but like I said, it's just that that small amount of time you see that that he's, is he is nasty yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna just put it out there, Ti. That's for y'all to decide or not. Um, Interesting. Yeah, he um the dude has he he can he. After he dropped the song, Hey, Let's Get Away, when I heard, I was impressed. And I think I may have been, I be, may be more impressed because of what type of him has, first impression of him. He dropped 24 mm -hmm. I, I, in a certain box. But then when he, when that, uh, that on the same album, when I heard that song, I think my second impression of him maybe makes me biased. I don't know, because that's for y'all to decide. Um, they get crazier, though. So we're gonna put Nikki out there. I knew um, that. I kind of thought that she may come up. Nicki Minaj, Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle. Oh, Nipsey. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you said Nikki. No, like, Nikki. No, really? I, 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 Nikki can write though. Don't get me wrong. She can write, but nah, I didn't put her on there. 
Um, Wiz Khalifa. That's for y'all to decide. Because the boy can. Um, you gonna have to put me on then, because I I had not even considered Wiz hey. Khalifa at all. You, you gotta hear the stuff before his black and yellow. You'd be like, wow, because he changed his okay. sound. It was more he commercialized himself, but before then, when dude was hungry, just you, you just have to listen to him beforehand. Like I said, still get crazier from here. Um, Meek Mill, the dude has shown up, and he's he's evolved into what he used to from what he used to be. Uh, Big Sean. Mm. I can't. I can't go there with Big Sean. I'm sorry. New one of y'all was gonna say something. <laughs> Top twenty of the tw- past twenty years. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm throwing names out there where it's it's where it's argument. It's it's uh. I'll give you Meek Mill. I'll give you Meek Mill, but Big Sean. And I'm throwing out some more. I'm I'm putting out some more maybe familiar names because like some of the guys you guys even mentioned, I know them, but I haven't listened to them extremely hard. Right, right. Um, and that might be my mistake. It sounds like it is the way you guys emotionally connected to the names when you you know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you called him a soft Vince. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, I don't know who you guys are when it comes to music, and word, I feel word. like I dropped the ball with certain people when you say these names, and it's like I don't know them that well, and then y'all like gravitate towards them, so it's like I might be doing myself an injustice not knowing who they are. Like I said, I, mean, I got yeah. A, f- a few of them would not big would knock Big Sean off your list. I wouldn't even put Big Sean as top twenty out of Detroit. You know who Guilty Simpson is? Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm gonna check him out. Go, go listen check to him out. Old to the ghetto. Check out that album. I'm gonna check him out. Now here goes some personal favorites. Y'all may not even think about it at all. Young M.A. If you don't know, it's just because you don't know, and you can you can always go find out. Right. That's so that's so girl that don't think she a girl, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, exactly. That's that's the one. Okay. Spit though. Jason, Jason, you need to stop, man. So so uncool. She's like, she's she, that's she, the I mean, girl who don't think she a girl. I'm just saying, man. There, there's gay and acknowledging that you know, hey, I don't have a penis type thing. You don't, you're gonna get like, us canceled, dude. <laughs> you gonna cut What's it out that? anyway. You know? yeah. These, these, What's uh, <laughs> these comments do not necessarily reflect the views of vibes and stuff. Exactly. So, so like, so like, me personally, it's a lot of stuff that a lot of rappers rap about that I don't connect with in any way, shape, or form. So right. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that other stuff that she talks about in the same category as anything else. But I mean that's up for everybody else to be completely turned turned against. That's that's for them. But like when it comes to what she how she spits. Oh, I don't care. I don't care what she's talking about. I'm just I'm just because I, I laughed at her. That's all. Yeah, I would give yeah, her I, I would give her I would give her more credit than I would give Big Sean. I mean, anytime mm. you got Eminem reaching out to you for a collabo, I mean a pin game is obviously like uh-huh. something there. Hey, I would put I would put Earl sweatshirt over Big Sean. I would too. That's a good one. <sighs> I would too. I mean, hey, that's your I'm, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but like <laughs> his music just don't do it for me, man. 
Nah, I get it. But the, I get it. But what I'm talking about is like his lyrics. I don't mess with you. That's all I can think about when I hear yeah, Big Sean I mean, that Y'all think about that commercial last stuff. But see, I listen to a lot of these people's freestyles and yeah, I listen to all of that stuff. And it's like they got they got a pin game. Um, all right, so let's keep moving on. I will say Dave East because of his hunger, like the hunger he got. Um, yeah, Dave Nice. All right, so let's see it. Rhapsody inside high. This is one y'all definitely ain't thinking about. G Dep. Make this money. G Dep. Dude, your fish and spaghetti. Who turned himself in because of that murder before he could really get his career going? Right, I remember. Yeah. That. I remember that. But that yeah. dude, that dude, he, act- that yeah, dude he actually was decent. Crazy. Despite- Despite being a bad boy artist, he was he was decent. Dude was crazy with it. I mean, to, to be fair, G Dub came out at a time where you, you you still had to actually know how to rap. Like, yeah, yeah. he he committed uh, career suicide signing with Bad Boy, but at the time you had to be decent at rapping to be a rapper still. Like right. late nineties, early two thousands. So he committed career suicide from turning himself in after killing somebody. Hey man, whatever you gotta do to get that inner peace, man. I, I, exactly. I so, so I don't knock him for that, but I'm just saying, like, G that would probably still be around if because that boy had it. He had everything you needed. Um, so here go one that's gonna completely throw y'all. And I know you're gonna say no automatically, but you listen to this man's freestyles, and I he guarantee you. Nope. Come on, nope. man. <laughs> nope. I guarantee man. you. I put I put money on I put all the money that I'm gonna make this week on what I'm about to say. I guarantee you, y'all change your mind if you listen to his freestyle. Corey Guns. He did. I don't, I, I don't like the sound of his voice. Hey, I don't like the sound of Kendrick Lamar's voice, but I mean, we got to got to deal with it. I just Corey don't like Guns the sound got of his voice. he got some he got some go a little bit. Oh, that boy got a lot of go. <laughs> like, that boy right there, man, he's like a, a robot when it comes to him, right? It's who like who does that? Who, who do you sorry. think is better, Cor- Corey Guns or uh, Chris Rivers? Corey Guns, no. Yeesh. Chris Rivers, Chris Rivers is the he, he's. I will put him in a category of he has like some he has a little fluff to his rhyme. It's like a. It's like a, he does extra stuff when he when he doesn't need to. Um, Interesting, but but that's my that's my opinion. Like Logic does the same thing. It's like so Logic is like, hey, let me show y'all, let me show y'all what I could do. Uh, all right, okay. Um, I've been rapping regular for a little bit. Let me just rap fast for uh, fourteen bars. It don't even be sixteen bars. It'll be fourteen, right? Seven, seven bars or something. It's like all right, okay. Now let me. Sometimes I don't like. That. Like Chris Rivers, kind of. I think he tried to. He does that because he's just trying to live with his father's his father's name. But I mean, that's just why. I'm- I got Fair you. Enough. I got you. All right, man. There you have it, man. Those those are our tw- our top twenty lyricists of the past twenty years. Uh, you know, hate it or love it. Uh, I love that's to hear what the, what, what the people think. But real quick, man, I want to get into this album face off. We got a really, really dope album face-off, in my opinion. Uh, we're putting the group I and I with their album Center of Attention. 
going up against the group the UN with their album You In or You Out. Um, now the INI Center of Attention album was actually recorded in 1995, but shelved unfortunately uh, due to I guess just general label issues, red tape or whatever. Um, it's on Soul Brother Records. It's 16 tracks. It was eventually released in October of 2003. It has a runtime of 68 minutes, and it's entirely produced by Pete Rock. And it consists of the group, Robbo, Grab Lover, Raj G, Marco Polo, and DJ Budokan. Then you got the UN with their album, <clears throat> UN or You Out, released July of 2004 on 456 Entertainment. There are two versions of this album. One is 14 tracks. The other is 16 tracks. Uh, it consists of the group of Rock Marciano, uh, Dino Brave, Mike Raw, and Laku. And it was produced by Odyssey, Mahogany, Rock Marciano, Large Professor, Pete Rock, and Mike Raw with a runtime of 64 minutes. So I'm going to give it up to y'all, man. And between these two albums, I and I Center of Attention and the UN, you in or you out. Um, two groups that were New York heavyweights. Um, I'm gonna give it up to y'all, man. Which one were y'all feeling more and why? I know. Yeah, this one was uh Oh hold, hold on, let's 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 run back to Jason. So you, right. you giving the answer to I and I. Well, yeah. I mean, dude, when Faking Jacks came out, I mean it I, first of all, I got that album when it came out. I don't know how I managed to pull that off, but I got that whole album when it came out. Uh but Faking Jacks, like I love the whole album. Faking Jacks, the longevity of which I played that, like even to this day, I still play it. If you, if, if any head, you'd be kind of hard pressed to name a UN, a UN song versus if you say Faking Jacks, oh, I'm not, bam, done. Right. You, and you gonna, you gonna know, you know, cause he took that sample from, uh, from Havoc, from Mob Deep. It's just it's just the longevity of that, and if you listen to that whole album, it's consistent because Pete Rock did the whole album, so it, it it has a mellow demeanor to the album. But I think that was purposeful. But like I I'll, I'll, I'll sit and I'll just turn on the I and I and just let that ride. I skip through that UN album. You skip through it. I skip wow. over a couple songs because I, I oh, ain't just really like all of them. Yeah, I don't, I don't like all of them. Like, I like Rock Marciano, but I ain't like everybody else in the group. Man, Rock Marciano was the one I liked the least in that group. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, wow. I, I, nah, I think I was more in line with Jason on that one. All right, Jamil, man, which one of these albums did you did you get an edge to? Um, This was difficult, man. These are... Um, heavy heavily you know heavy new york albums like quintessential new york albums and but but very differently like i and i is uh like jason said a lot more polished and that pete rock sound just kind of makes it an easier listen in in a lot of ways because you can just kind of vibe to um, the lyrics crazy like the bars speak for themselves really on both of these projects um but you get an opportunity to really hear it i think a little more on the i and i than you do on the un just because un is is you know hard hitting grimy dark 
like just gutter production um that sometimes the the, the bars can get lost in that I, i'm gonna roll with the i and i on this one but it's 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 close and i think it's more of a personal taste thing for me um i just enjoyed the sound of the i and i a little more and that's one that i could play more frequently mm-hmm. um the un you gotta you kind of gotta be in the mood for it um it's it's like mop for me right i can't listen to mop all the time i just can't i gotta be in a certain they always scream right <laughs> It's a certain it's a certain space you got to be in, and I feel like with the UN it's the same thing. You got to have a, a I got to be in a certain mood or a certain mindset to want to listen to it. With that I and I can just throw that on and, and, and rock with it. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, you there, Vince? Yeah, I'm here now. Okay, did you get a chance to check out these albums? And if so, which one did you prefer and why? Well, actually, I didn't get a chance to, to listen to the albums, um, but I do remember a couple of songs from each one. Um, I don't have, a, I don't really have a favorite. I wish I could have listened to the album to um, to decide in that way. Uh, but I love, I just love New York. I like, I love New York's griminess too. So it would be hard to say which one because I didn't hear the album. But uh, yeah, I wish, I, I guess I don't really have a real opinion on it. Okay, no biggie, no biggie. For myself, this was hard, man. This was really hard. Uh, I, I described this album Face Off on, on Rodney's show as uh, peacoats versus uh, niggas who wear peacoats versus niggas who wear bubble goose jackets. Goose. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it in a nutshell. But they both New York. Right. You know, but they both New York. Um, Man, this is Wallabies versus Timberlands, man. I'm, man, I'm going to just come out with it. I'm going to say this. One of these albums bumps best if you're on a train yep. and public transportation Yep. and you're heading home or heading somewhere. The other one bumps better if you're in a car, just yep. cruising somewhere or heading home after a long day at work. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I'm going to go ahead and get an edge to the INI. Reason being, the INI has no skippables and it has more classic material. Uh, the UN had a couple of skippables like, like Mind Blowing um, and Get Your B. But that's that's basically it. It's, it's some great tracks on the UN. For the love, Russian Hatware, Golden Grail, Monster. That's, that's must listen to hip hop right there. Um, that's must listen to hip hop. Plus... Plus, I'm, I'm I'm such a Pete Rock stan. I feel that like the I and I album also edges it out just on the production tip. It it just um, it just goes down easier. But man, don't sleep on the UN. Don't sleep on the UN. UN and you out. I, I'm giving the I and I the edge by a hair. You know, for the reasons I mentioned. If you're if you're if if you're just looking for something to just cool out to and listen to you know put the younger generation on to yeah you can't really go wrong with that i and i you right. know the, the un is more for more it's, it's 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 more music for the more felonious type niggas <laughs> indeed may you know? or may not move things in the community right cat cats who keep box cutters on them um but it's a great album too it's a great album too 
Um, and I love how it just came out of nowhere too, and just kind of punched everybody in the mouth out of out of nowhere. But um, yeah, you have it. That's that's that, that's why I stand. That's why I stand. If if you if you like more energetic, more gutter New York type rap, the UN will be more your speed. If you just want something to just cool out to, cruise to the I and I is more your speed. Uh, you know, if you if you were old head, I, I think the I and I might be more your speed. So there you go. There you have it. You play the I and I with your lady in the car. You would not play the UN with your lady in the car. Not that, not that the you know women don't rock with the UN, but it's it tends to not go well. Exactly. <laughs> Especially songs like Get Your B. Exactly. Is that what exactly. you think? Is that what you think? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Real quick, man. We gonna we gonna give it up. We we I don't think we're gonna have time to do overrated underrated, but we will have time to get in a quick unpopular hip hop opinion. Uh, I might as well do this since we got Jason on the show. Uh, this, <laughs> why? Why? What's that? <laughs> does Does anybody have any unpopular opinions they would like to throw out on the table? I got a bunch of them. Which one you want? Hey man, pick, pick one. I don't like none of Nas' last three albums. Hey, oh, you got a Man. I mean, other than other than King's Disease, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, let me think about this. What were his last three albums? It was King's Disease, Lost Tapes Two, which was trash, and not but the one before that would have been what? That one with with, with, with that he not did serious. with uh, Kanye. Okay, okay, okay. Oh yeah, okay. I think the last two were pretty cool. Like, I think that seven song album was was decent. It wasn't enough though. Yeah. I agree. I think with that, I think what the problem that came up with the Nasir album was uh, we ex- we expected so much out of it and didn't get what we expected. But I don't think that mean the album was bad. I don't think it was bad at all. I just think it was too short. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I and I, I get people's complaints with Lost Tapes too, but I felt King's Disease was solid, very solid. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm. I don't know if that's necessarily unpopular. I'm just. Huh. That's interesting. And, and and I'm a Nas. I love Nas. Nas just can't pick beats. <laughs> I agree. That's, 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 that, that's, that's, that's unpopular too. That's a myth. <laughs> Nas's beat selection ain't no more terrible than Jay Z's beat, beat selection. Oh no! Hey, no, no, bro. no, no, no! Hey, listen to this first. <laughs> Listen to Jay Z two hours. Yeah, now when you said Talib Kweli, I was with you. You could no way. Nas. <laughs> okay, maybe not Jay Z. Listen, listen to Jay Z first three albums. You might say maybe not Jay Z, huh? but 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 his beat selection ain't ain't worse than Drake's. I would have to disagree with you on that one too. Yeah, yeah, no, no, y'all, y'all drinking that Kool Aid, that that anti Nas Kool Aid. I'm not, man. no, bro. I'm not even, I'm not even a Drake fan, but it, it's like you pick beats to go with your style, bro. How you, how you take the same sample and flip it for two singles on two different albums? Why like you flip the that. same? That's just the that's same just joint. That's just lazy. <laughs> I don't co-sign that, but. <laughs> But it wasn't a bad beat. No, it wasn't. <laughs> that idea could be smart if you pitch it right, though. Nah, but it wasn't. He just didn't pitch it right. 
Because they didn't even, it wasn't even like they chopped it up. They used the exact same part on both songs. And they this were lead true. singles for the two albums back oh, to wait, back. Oh, wait, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. You, you mean kind of like how Jay Electronica stuck Shiny Suit Theory on both Act Two and A Written Testimony? You mean like I that? Mean, that was, a lot of I mean, and that, was, and that was ridiculous. I agree. I think that was stupid. But that doesn't Nas, mean. At least Nas came with different lyrics. <laughs> this is I, true. I think, I think Nas's rep as a bad beat picker is is overblown. I got I got an un, unpopular opinion for you. Freddie Gibbs owes his career to and success to Mad Lib. That's not I unpopular. That's, I don't think that's unpopular at all. That's not unpopular that at all. He even said it. Yeah. Mm, I didn't know that. He even said it. Yeah. Bro, I, have, I, mean, I have one. I, I was on. I was gonna try not to to use it tonight because uh, I don't imagine it's going to uh, end quickly. But uh, I got an unpopular opinion. Most Def's career as a whole, average. It's not unpopular. That's unpopular. Average. You talking about his career or his legacy? His albums, not. I'm not talking about his career. Well, I guess career meaning album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Career was probably yeah. his discography. I'm sorry, his discography overall, average. Most 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 Def Heart is into acting, but his his fame and his art is hip hop, and he's more drawn to acting. And I think it makes a problem for him with putting out a product because his product be like it's like he's torn. I mean, that's just me listening to it, and it's like, if you ever see dude talking interviews, when they talk about acting, he get all lit up. When he talking about music, he be all, you know, right. subdued. He need to act. He need to he act like he can album. make better albums. You saying you say his discography is average? Average. He dropped the album that was with Native of Native American music and barely even said any lyrics on it. Wait, what album was that? About to find it for you. He, is that he had, that Tribe Called Red, which is which is an unquestioned classic. He had one hundred percent. He had the New Danger, which was 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 left field, but not a bad album. Eh. It was very experimental, but not a bad album. True Magic, eh. fine, garbage. Eh. I, I okay, so now we at thirty three percent. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We're not done. We're not done. You got the I ecstatic. I know. Ecstatic brings it back up exactly. I would okay. say I would say his disc- discography is above average. I think between True Magic and The New Danger, I think especially True Magic, I think that and and the length of time that that spans, I think oh. that it 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 takes the average down. It definitely it take, takes the average down. It takes especially the average coming down. off. But when you dissect on both True sides. Magic, when you dissect True Magic, there are even songs on True Magic that are some real keepers. Let, let me tell you what this man basically did. Let me put it in terms of another artist. Most Def will get on as a feature on other people's stuff and body them. Yep. He does a method man where he kill you on your stuff, but when his album come out, it's underrated. Uh, interesting. Yeah. That's I what never, Most Def does. Never this thought of it like that. This is going from being unpopular. This is going from being unpopular to just being disrespectful. Hey, Jamil, uh, Jamil, other, than black, like other than black I, on both sides and the ecstatic. 
Jamil, I don't know how you let that poop come out of your mouth. Your poop mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Most Dev's discography is above average. It's Strong above average, C. man. Strong C. Well, I'm going to tell you what. If, if, if this Black Star album ever see the light of day, that might bring the average back up. Oh, it won't. It won't. And if you count, right, if you count the Black Star material, yeah, it's well above average. I'm just talking about solo. I'm just talking about solo. Okay, okay. solo. Well, okay. hey, man, all I got to say is black, black on both sides. I still listen to that album to this day, and that's 20 years old. Absolutely. It is. It so, is. That's one of the 10 best. I'm 10 best. One of the five best hip-hop yeah. albums ever made it is a perfect album yes agreed so i i so i don't know new danger like, ain't that, that i don't know what he did but oh ah, yeah new danger is not that i i, I get it i get it but, true but, magic ain't that either true magic is it's like how you go from you got progressively worse because he started doing whole projects like what's dude name that did his beats on on true magic minnesota yeah, it's just like he picked beats from people and then just let it ride with that person instead of diversify. That worked for some people. That don't work for most death. Yeah. Like, you, you, even you know the, what? The, the, you, the, uh, the ecstatic was good because that's mad lit. You, you know what? Tracks, Jamil, Jamil, Jamil you're right. This this wasn't going to end quickly. We, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we probably going to have to revisit this one. Let's do it. Let's do it. I do. I do some more research and really hit you with the fire. Cause we 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 got we got to wrap this up. But um, uh, real quick, we gonna we gonna cap off the show like we always do with another segment of what you're bumping, where we invite y'all to share with the listeners what y'all been bumping for the past week or so, whether it be new, old, or just something the audience ain't heard yet. So, uh, Jason, man, this this week, man, what you been bumping? Uh, I've been listening to actually two female MCs, uh, Lyric Jones. She's dope. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that, that album's dope. And then. Uh, this this uh, this girl from Chicago. Her name is Freddie Olso. Hmm. I've heard her. Man, I was like, okay, go check that out. I'm gonna check that out. Freddie Olso. What's you, the name of her album? It's the first people, but she got like four albums out. So if you check them all out, you're gonna be like, oh snap! But her album that she just dropped like last week is called The First People. Okay, I know Lyric Jones. Her album is. Uh, you gonna you gonna know the album because she pregnant. She pregnant on the album cover and she got a breast hanging out. And Spotify made her just the album, but it ain't. It's like a pregnancy picture. Yeah, so I get you. You know the album. Gotcha. Artistic. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it, it, she dressed up in like African garb and all that, so it don't look it like. Don't, it don't look freaky. It's just it look more artistic. The, the funny thing is when you said right before you said that I was thinking in my head like like one of them African sculptures yeah and yeah. Then, there you there you go that, that's how it <laughs> looks yeah that, that lyric Jones uh objects appear uh, are closer than they appear that's a good album <clears throat> that's a dope album title yeah yeah it's, it's check her out man she's dope um but I know you don't like female MCs you know <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> all right Vince man what you been bumping 
I've been getting into this dude. His name is Smino from uh, mm. from Cali. I know him. He got, yeah, he got some cool music. I also been listening to well, Toby Nuigwe. Listen to listening through him again, and and what is that artist's name? I can't think of that artist's name. I, I was listening to Queen Niger. I don't know what made me start listening to her song, but um, listening to her. And I've been listening to Bug One. Ah! Nice. <laughs> nice. Whatever happened to that guy? Yeah, that, he, he went. I heard he was uh got caught serving them things, and <laughs> he, he, he might have been able to be put on that top Cuba with that Tupac. I got some of them CDs sitting around here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, now you you got the old, you got some of the old first sessions, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I couldn't uh, enunciate. <laughs> <laughs> it's all oh, good. Man. Enjoying that. You know, Smino. D Smoke. I've been because I was listening to Smino first. I started listening to Smoke again because like, I just wanted to hear his music again because uh, I like the way he uh, journeys through his music, man. So, just been listening. Cool, cool. All right, Jamil, man, what you been bumping? Ironically, I, I was bumping the D Smoke also. I knew of him. I had not heard his album before when I saw that uh, it got nominated for a Grammy. Normally, I wouldn't care, but considering everything else that came out and everything else that got nominated, so I, I went and checked it out. It was, it was decent. I was also bumping that uh, Joel Ortiz and uh, Crooked Eye. That was dope. Oh, how'd you like that? I liked it. I liked it. The double yeah. album made me miss uh, Slaughterhouse, which I still have high hopes for that we might get the Slaughterhouse featuring Lupe. We'll see. Now that him and Roy is doing that, doing that podcast, so we'll see. That would be nice. I was also bumping uh, that Elzai seven times down, eight times up. We we forgot that there was more, uh, <laughs> more. Yeah. Sketches from a man from the intro. I, I, for some reason, I just remembered him being on the intro, but he sprinkled throughout the album. Dude was hilarious. <laughs> and then, last but not least, I was bumping at a Jazz is Dead Four. Fire, fire, fire! But all of those projects have been dope. So, okay, cool, cool. All right, myself, I have been bumping um, the new Static Selector, uh, the Balancing Act. Very good album, man. It kind of came out of nowhere. It's got a lot of dope, top-notch MCs on it. There's a really good track on there with uh, I Black Dog did the intro and he killed it. And it, it kind of like, it's almost like he should have put that song last because it's like Black Dog came in and raised the bar so high, it was, it was kind of hard to follow it up. Um, it's a really dope track on there with Bun B and Havoc where they're, they're talking to uh, Pimp C and Prodigies. It's it's a oh, dope wow. track, um, but the but the whole album hangs together pretty well. We're kind of kind of scaled back a little a little more of a laid back album than I'm used to hearing from him, but I, I enjoyed it still. <clears throat> um, I've been bumping uh, L.A. Buckner, this jazz drummer. I remember Jamil talking about him on an earlier show, and I decided to check him out. Uh, the album Big Homie, it's it's a great jazz album, man. I, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Um, also been bumping um, Nolan the Ninja, uh, that his album Heart, great, great grimy album for just this young guy out of Detroit. 
must must hear hip hop. I've also been bumping, man, dude. I've been grossly sleeping on currency, man. I've been bumping that burner and currency album, uh, Fino Grigio. Man, this is just good, dope, funky, lush, laid back hip hop, man. Like, currency is smooth. So smooth, so smooth, man. You know, and I know he's got a ton of other, you know, material out there that I I just got to get around to, but. I, I really, really enjoy Fino Grigio. And I've also been bumping uh, Run the Jewels for uh, getting ready for my uh, year-end list that we're going to do at the end of the year. Um, and that's that's pretty much it for me, man. So, uh, next week, we will tackle the topic of the generation gap in hip-hop. Uh, we're going to discuss a few things, some comments made by Bustin' Rhymes, some comments made by Young Thug. Bad uh, Ninja. <laughs> we also gonna revisit the uh, the colorism issue, you know, in, in hip hop and, and the black community. Just just period. We we gonna we gonna discuss uh, LL Cool J's Rock the Bells directory um, and a few other things. And of course, the Grammys. You know, did the Grammys finally get it right with their with their best rap album nomination? So, um, and of course, another album face off and some more. Uh, uh, unpopular opinion so that'll be for next week so Jamil man any last words um yeah we we missed quite a few uh anniversaries while we were off uh really too many to name but I will name one of them just cause I would be kind of remiss if we didn't talk about it 10 years about 2 weeks ago for my beautiful dark twisted fantasy whoa okay okay that sounds about right uh <laughs> about time for about time for a new listen. The, the longest diss track in history. Longest diss track in history. That whole album was was an Amber Rose diss. Oh, nah. I wouldn't count that as a diss diss, but I see what you're saying. That that, that was the ten year anniversary of that nigga losing his mind. Cause that's when it started. Nah, I started when Donda died. That yeah. wasn't it about ten years. Nah, that was. Uh, she died right right before uh, 808s and Heartbreak. Oh, okay. Maybe about 12. Yeah. Alright, well, well alright. Well, I get at the start of it, but anyway. That might have been the, that might have been the break, though, right? He lost his mama and then Amber yeah. dipped out. That was it for him. Yeah, yeah. He ain't been right. But we will oh. be back. We will be back next week with, with some more topics and then um albums garbage too. <laughs> well, we'll, t- we'll probably take a little bit of a break after that, but we're gonna come back strong for our last two shows of the year, which will be our um, our year end awards. I'm a, I'm gonna send y'all to y'all's ballots so y'all can vote on the year end awards. Who y'all feel should win, and then we're also gonna do our uh, of course our year end top ten albums of 2020, and we're gonna we're gonna throw a little something a little new out there. Your top ten verses of the year. Mm. So, what ten verses really stood out to you this year? Mm. So it's 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 a lot of candidates out there. I think I think Black Thought gonna be on three of my ten. Right, right. I was gonna Man. say five of the ten. And, and and you would be right to 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 do it. Like come up with just one is gonna be tough. Man, I'm, I mean, I'm up to the task. My yeah, verse is nasty, like Black I mean, Liquid. You gotta listen to a lot of lyrics to figure it out. 
I mean, I know what verses stand out in my mind from just the releases I've heard this year. So facts. I, it's just a matter of me revisiting them and, and and narrowing them down and you know ranking them and all of that. Right. But, uh, but there you have it. There you have it, people. That is the show, gentlemen. Once again, I thank y'all, Vince, Jason, Jamil, as always, making the show what it is. And with that, I'ma bid y'all to do. And uh, I'm going to say peace. All right, man. Peace. 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 Don't even want to wear your mask because it's oppressive. Try wearing the mask I've been wearing all these years. I can't even tell something true. Unless it has a punchline behind it. You guys aren't ready. You're not ready for this. You don't know how to survive yourself. Black people, we're the only ones that know how to survive this. White, come, hurry quick. Come get your necklaces. You need us. You need our eyes to save you from yourself. I would implore everybody who's celebrating the day to remember. It's good to be a humble winner. Remember that for the first time in the history of America, the life expectancy of white people is dropping because of heroin, because of suicide. All these white people out there that feel that anguish, that pain, that mad because they think nobody cares. Maybe they don't. Let me tell you something. I know how that feels. I promise you, I know how that feels. You're a police officer. Every time you put your uniform on, you feel like you got a target on your back. You're appalled by the ingratitude that people have when you would risk your life to save them. Oh man, believe me, believe me, I know how that feels. But here's the difference between me and you. You guys hate each other for that. And I don't hate anybody. what I fight. That's what I suggest you fight. You gotta find a way to live your life. You gotta find a way to forgive each other. You gotta find a way to find joy in your existence in spite of that feeling. And if you can't do that, come get these nigga lessons. Thank you very much and good night.
about to go down it's about to go down it's about